Hello, sunshine. Welcome back to another episode of A Dose of Adela. I am your host, Carrie Adela. So, I heard you're thinking about therapy and you need a little help. Well, this episode is for you because the most common question, the most frequently asked question that I get is, how did I find my therapist? And so, this episode is for you. I'm not going to share my therapist, but I will share how I found them. So let's get into it. The first thing I want to say is that finding a therapist is like dating. Yes, like dating. I've said this many, many, many times, but it really is like dating. Okay. Whether you are on a dating app, whether you are just meeting people (laughs) offline, however you're doing it. You need to know what it is that you're looking for, right? Because when you go into dating, if you're not clear on what it is that you want in a person, it's going to make the process much more difficult. It's going to make the, the the process seem like it's not even worth it, like this is not what I want because you don't even know what you want, right? So get clear on what you want. Get clear on what you're looking for in a therapist. And so there are many different things that you should think about when you are thinking about a therapist, right? And so a few of the things that I thought about when I was looking for mine, and let's just say before I even made a list, I didn't have a list, right? So I didn't have a list and I was looking and I would just go on the websites and I would just scroll and look at people and be like, nope, you don't look like it. Nope, nope, nope. And (laughs) I was just judging people, you know, judging books by their covers because that's what we do. But once I got clear on my list and I knew what I wanted, it was much more easier and the process was smoother and it didn't take as long as it did before. So what are some things that you want in your therapist? What are some things that you want to think about? For me, age was important, right? Because did I want someone who was about my age, a little older, maybe a little younger, or did I want someone who was much older? I knew that I didn't want anyone who was older than me. I knew that I needed somebody who was about my age and that that was the fit for me, right? Because there's, I feel like there's a certain vibe that you can... (laughs) that you can get from a therapist, right? And so like, did I want a like a, a motherly type of vibe or did I want like a, a tia, auntie type of vibe? You know, um, <laughs> there's different vibes that you can get. And so I knew that I didn't want someone older. I also knew that race was important to me. So I know race is important for me, Culture is important to me. So I knew that I didn't want anyone who was white, for instance, right? Because I'm not white and I need someone who looks like me, who understands where I come from, who understands my culture, who understands, you know, when I speak about certain things that happened in my childhood, certain things that my mom did, my dad, you know, did, they get it. And it's not like foreign to them, right? Um, so those were really important. I need you to understand certain things that, you know, black 
brown POC go through in life that white people don't go through. So for me, that was like number one on my list, right? So there's age, there's race, and then there's gender. Do you want someone who is male, female, non-binary, right? Does that even matter? Because for some people, that actually does not matter. They don't care. For me, I knew that I wanted a woman. Um, Yeah, I wanted a woman. I wanted someone close to my age and someone of the same race and cultural background. So that was important. And then there are other things that are also important. Like I said, cultural background. Do you care about that? Do you care about, you know, if they understand your culture, if they're from the same culture, right? Is that important to you? I feel like for a lot of us, it really is. And so that's something to to think about. Um, Are they spiritual? If you're a spiritual person, um, if you're religious, is it important to you if your therapist is as well? A lot of times... um, They will have it in their bios, on their pages, you know, whether or not they they are um, or not. So if that is something that's important to you, write it down. Another thing is specialties, right? What are you looking for in a therapist? What is what are you going to therapy for? Is it for something like a specialty for depression, for anxiety, for PTSD, right? For sexual assault? Uh, maybe an eating disorder. Those are important to know. What are you looking for? What do they specialize in? So also add that to your list. Um, what else did I look for? Their vibe. <laughs> Going back to the vibe. And so a little bit more on the vibe is just like, we all get different vibes from different people, right? We have our own vibe. Um, do we want a... Someone who's just like a nurturing, because you can feel people out when you when you talk to them, right? Like, do we want someone who's more nurturing? Do we want a person who is like, tell it like it is, because that's how you are, right? Do you want someone who is, has like that mentor type of vibe? You want someone who's like, like I said, like your auntie, your tia, right? Um, or even older, right? Gives you like a, a grandma type of vibe. I don't know if that's your thing. Um, <laughs> do you want someone who's like a free spirit and gives you that right? Um, through the phone or in person? I don't know if people are going to in person sessions anymore. I haven't been to an in person session since <sighs> February of twenty twenty. But anyway, um, right. So what do you want? Okay, what do you want in your therapist? Get clear on it. Write it down. Um, because sometimes when you write it down and you can see it, sometimes you'll look at the list and there are things that you want to add and there are things that you, you realize that are not even that important to you. Um, you may realize like, okay, gender is not important. Age is not important, right? Maybe race is not important to you. Um, and so looking at it, having it written down is important. Number two, number two seems to be like the most important to everyone. Number two is how much will therapy cost? And that question (laughs) is not easy to answer because it all depends on many things. So the two things that you want to think about are, are you going through your insurance if you have insurance or are you paying out of pocket, right? Insurance versus out of pocket. 
my experience with insurance wasn't pleasant. Um, I found that a lot of people that took insurance, they were like, they didn't, they either weren't accepting new clients or they worked within certain organizations where it was just like, it wasn't the feel that honestly I was going for. Um, and so it was very difficult for me to find someone when I had insurance. And so I was just like, I'm just going to pay out of pocket because mental health is important, right? So out of pocket is the route that I went. I feel that it is easier to find someone out of pocket. Now, I'm not saying it's it's impossible to find a person that you're looking for with your insurance. It's not, it's, it's not impossible. You can. For me, I, I just didn't. I was, that was a stressful route for me. Um, I was, I felt like I was limited and I decided like, you know what, if I can pay for cable, I can pay out of pocket. Right. And so I had to think about like, what, what do I value? What's important to me in terms of like cost? Because, you know, if we can afford certain things that are not really benefiting us, are not contributing to our well-being, right? Like, we can afford therapy. I'm not saying that's everyone because everyone's situation is different. But sometimes we can make cuts certain ways. So costs with therapy. Um, with insurance, you usually have a copay, which can be like $50 or less. Um, out of pocket, I've seen different prices. So the lowest that I've seen out of pocket is for 50. The highest I've seen is about 300. I'm not paying $300. Okay. That is not something I would ever do. (laughs) Maybe if I had lots and lots and lots of money, maybe if, you know, when, um, I get to that place in life. Um, and my therapist decides she wants to charge $300. Maybe that is something I will invest in. But right now, no. So out of pocket, a lot of therapists do have certain slots that they reserve for a sliding, um, it's called sliding fee, sliding fee scale, sliding fee scale, um, which can be like, it depends on the person, right? So to be super transparent, there was a point in my life where like I started therapy and I was going through a lot of transitions and I wasn't working at one point and I wanted to go to therapy and I had like some major things come up and I couldn't even cut back anymore. And so I was just, I had a conversation with my therapist and I was just like, she had raised her rates and I was just like, I can't, I can't afford it. I have to use this for something else right now. And she was like, okay. And I, we understood that it was what it was. And she had a spot available eventually for a sliding scale fee. And so for a little while we did that. Um, but again, they don't, not all therapists do. Some therapists don't have many spots. Some have, you know, reserve spots because they can't do every single person on a sliding field, on a sliding scale fee, fee scale. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Right. And so how much will it cost varies. It varies from person to person. Um, It varies on how long they've been in the field. Right. Because someone newer um, who, in my opinion, in my experience and, you know, what I've seen, someone who is 
newer, right, who has just gotten their license and is, you know, starting to take clients, a lot of times they do charge less. Their fees are less. Not always the case, but a lot of times it is. Someone who's been in the field for years, yeah, they're going to charge more, as they should. I feel like all therapists should be charged more. I feel like they should be paid way more than they get paid, just like teachers, but we're not going to get into that. Um, So it does vary. So that is something to consider. Are you going to pay with insurance? Are you going to go that route? Or are you going to pay out of pocket? Is that something you can afford right now, right? Um, And so therapy can be every single week. And so if you're going to calculate, you know, whatever therapist charges, whatever it is that you can afford, let's say you can afford $100 a session, that's $400 a month. Or you can go twice a month. That all depends. But I know when I started, I was going weekly um, and it was necessary to be very consistent with therapy. So I allotted X amount of dollars and I knew that that had to come from somewhere. So like I said, I cut down on my cable or whatever it is that I, I didn't need. Right. I don't need to eat out every single day. So I was able to do that. Anyway, that's what I did. (laughs) If that is something that you are really serious about therapy and you're really thinking about money, I I really want you to think about like what other areas in life or even like what am I good at that I can make some extra money, right? What can I do to make some extra coins so I can pay for therapy if you're really serious? Um, But then there are other things that are... Um, like low cost therapy. So that is something you can Google as well. Um, look up low cost therapy, um, group counseling, group therapy, counseling and therapy are different. Um, you can look, look those up as well as alternative options. Um, so yeah, three, where do you find a therapist? (laughs) I found my therapist. You ready for this? On Instagram. Um, Social media is amazing. Despite what people say, despite, you know, all the BS that is out there in the world, everything that's on Instagram is really what happens in the world, okay? Like, you have to alter social media to fit what you want to see. And you can use it as a great resource. It is a great tool to find the things that you need. You can find anything on there, right? So some ways to find a therapist aside from social media, because we can get into that, are Psychology Today. That is my favorite place that I recommend everyone to go to is Psychology Today. What I like about the website is that you can use the filters, right? So all the things that we discussed in number one, right? What do you want in a therapist, right? So you can filter it through your insurance if you're going to pay through insurance, right? And after you do that, you can put in male, female, you can put in you're looking for black Although I find with the races, they're not always accurate with that because there are sometimes I have put in like even trying to help somebody else. I'm like looking for a specific race and then it's like all the races and I'm like, wait, no, this is not right. So that's the only part. But age, you can put in gender, you can put in their specialties, right? Because if you're looking for a therapist who specializes in eating disorders or depression, you want to put that in. Um that's great. That's one of my favorite things. So that's psychology today. Um, black, what is it? Therapy for black girls, um, is another great resource. They're on Instagram. They're on everywhere. (laughs) They're amazing. One of my favorite Instagram pages 
um, is Melanated Social Work. Um, they are not a resource where you're going to go and you're going to ask them like, hey, I'm looking for a therapist. No, don't do that. Um, please don't do that. But they do provide a lot of resources. They do share a lot of therapists on their pages. The whole page is targeted for social workers, right? So if you're looking for one, a lot of times you can just go through followings. You can go through, you know, posts, pay attention. Um, they have an amazing podcast, right? So you can even listen to their podcast um, and see maybe they've they've worked with a therapist or they have their own episode on how to find a therapist, right? All those things. Do not DM them and be like, hey, Carrie said that you... No, don't do that. Okay? Don't do that. Um, but there are resources. And so when I said social media, I use hashtags, right? So this goes back to knowing what it is that you want, location. If you are in New York, you're going to look up New York therapists. If you're in the boroughs of New York, right? The city, you're going to put in NYC therapists. If you're in Delaware, you can put in Delaware therapists, right? You can type in black therapists and still with that is different because then you're going everywhere, it's not a specific location. So for that one, I usually put location when you're using hashtags. Um, and you can even Google, right? You can Google NYC therapist. A lot of times it will take you to psychology today, um, depending on what it is. But if you Google therapist in your area, it will usually take you to that. But it will also show you other pages that you can search. Got it? We good? Okay. <laughs> Um, number four is getting ready to make the call or getting ready to send the email. So you know what you want. You have an idea of how much it will cost and how much you're willing to pay, right? You know where to find a therapist now because you'd have been searching. So I suggest that you pick out of your search, if you found a few, pick two to three, Right? Three people, two to three people that you, you want to call, you want to email, whatever it is. Um, and this is a part where you get to ask your questions, right? So you're going to email somebody, tell them that you're look, you've been looking for a therapist, whatever it is. They'll get back to you. You'll probably schedule a phone call, about a 15-minute call maybe. And this is your chance to get to know them, to feel them out. They're going to tell you about themselves, right? If you don't already know that, um, what they do, you know, how long they've, they've been a therapist, their licenses, like all of that, their credentials. And then you can ask the questions that you need to ask. Now, keep in mind that you're asking questions that are related to therapy and you're not asking their business because their business is none of your business. Um, they are humans and, you know, I know a lot of times we get curious and even with me, like now I like love my therapist. Y'all know I keep saying that, but like, <laughs> she's amazing. But I have to remember, like, she's my therapist. She is not my home girl. As much as I think she is in my head, she's not. And so her personal life is her personal life. I don't ask her about that. That's, that's not my business. Um, and making sure that you do keep it professional and maintain boundaries, right? So asking the questions that are on your list the things that you need to know, right? Because you're going to be working with them. That's important. And so feeling it out, this is your chance to feel them out. You, it might be via Zoom. It might be over the phone, however they do it. Um, being able to see their face, you know, 
reading their energy, whatever it is that you need to do, however you determine whether or not you work with someone or if someone's a good fit for you, this is your chance to do that, right? Let's say you found one person, you're like, mm, I found this person, I really like them, and you you call them and you just click. Awesome. Great. Perfect. Sometimes that doesn't work that way. We need to go through a few people. So be open. Um, and yeah. So now you done found the therapist. They, had, they fit everything in your checklist. You done went through the, the first call. And now it's time for your first sh- session. <sighs> Scary. Your first session should be... Not should be. But your first session might be a little nerve-wracking. Because it's like, what do I expect? What's going to happen? Oh my God, am I even going to talk? <laughs> You're going to do a lot of talking. Um, my first session, I had no idea what to expect. It was just like them getting to know you. You know, who are you? Your childhood? Like, you don't dive deep in your first session. So don't think that you're just going to go in there and just tell your whole life story in one session. No. It might take you time to open up. Right? It might take you time. But remember, like, how you show up in the world is also how you're going to show up in therapy, right? Like, the person that you are outside of therapy is the same person you're going to be in therapy, right? What I will say is that when you finally have gone through all these steps, right, you found someone, make sure that you are being honest with yourself, being honest with your therapist, make sure that you are going in there to do the work because therapy doesn't work if you don't do the work, right? It's not like you're going to go to the therapist and they're going to fix you. No, going to therapy means that you are playing your role, right? You're going there because you want to heal some childhood trauma or you want to, you know, work on whatever it is that you want to work on. That requires you to do the work and to be honest with yourself, And that is not easy for a lot of people to do. So keep that in mind. And the last thing I want to say is that give it time. There is no time frame on therapy. There is no time frame on how long you're going to be in therapy, right? You might go there for one thing and be like, oh, okay, I just wanted to come to therapy for this particular thing. But you also might be in therapy for years. Not to make it about me, but like I went to therapy and it took me a year to to have a certain breakthrough with something. And I remember saying, like, being sarcastic, be like, it only took me a year. And she corrected me. She was like, Mm-mm, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't do that. Okay, it took you a year, so what? But I was just like, took me a whole year. No, no. You know, it takes time. Anything takes time. Doing the work takes time. Healing takes time. It does not happen overnight. Okay, so give yourself time um, and know that also like if you found a therapist, you really liked this person in the beginning and it's just like it doesn't seem to be working, you can change your therapist. That process of finding someone else may be annoying again, but like don't stay with a therapist who you feel like, okay, this person doesn't get me like we're not clicking. It's not working out. Because you don't want to look for somebody else because you felt like you invested so much time and you don't want to start the process over. That is that is worse for you than, than anything. Like, 
if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. Just like any relationship, right? You don't want to stay in a relationship that doesn't work, but you know what? I've been with this person and I'm just going to stay with them. No, don't do that to yourself. Um, things happen. So that is what I got. So being specific, let's go down this list one more time. Being specific, getting clear on how much you are willing to pay for a session. How much will it cost? Are you paying, you know, via your insurance? Um, does your insurance have, um, a certain amount of sessions that you can get? Do they pay for it in full, right? Getting clear on that, right? Or if you're paying out of pocket, how much you're willing to pay out of pocket? Um, the one thing that I did forget about where to find a therapist is through your insurance. So if you are going the route of insurance, you can go to your insurance's website and look up, and, um, mental health providers, therapists that way, or you can give them a call um, and do that too. So through your insurance, if you're going that route, is also an option. Um, so that goes with where to find a therapist, psychology today, Google searches for, um, you know, nonprofit places, low cost insurance, um, group therapy, if that is something that you're into, looking up hashtags on social media, whether it is Twitter, whether it is Instagram, whether that's Facebook, they are out there, okay? There are therapists that are out there that are waiting for you. Um, following some amazing pages like Therapy for Black Girls, Melanated Social Work, um, great resources, and yeah, making the call, knowing that you are allowed to interview them and ask the questions that you need to ask, Um you know, getting to know them a little better. Don't get too personal. Uh, <laughs> um, looking for about, you know, two to, th- two to three different people to call, to interview. Um, yeah, and knowing what it is that you want. And being patient in the process. That is super important. Because like I said, sometimes you can go through this this list and find someone right away. Sometimes it can take a little longer, Right. But make sure that if you are serious about going to therapy, you are giving yourself time, you know, whether it be a little a little bit a day, maybe once a week or whatever it may be, to look for a therapist. Okay? Um showing up in therapy when you do find a therapist and doing the work is important. Okay? And allowing yourself time when you are in therapy. Give it time. Nothing happens overnight. Healing, damn sure, does not happen overnight. Healing is a never-ending, beautiful process. (laughs) Giving it time is hella important. So those are some of the things that I did. Uh, I love therapy. You know, finding a therapist that fits you is important. Knowing that there are different types of therapy, right? Um, Right, like there are therapists who are believe in spirituality and do coaching as all, all in one. I don't, I don't know, but that's just an example, but like knowing who fits you. And now I'm just going on a damn tangent, but like knowing what you want and feeling them out is important. So do that. You wouldn't just jump into a relationship with a random ass person. I hope that you wouldn't, um, without getting to know them a little bit. Right. So the same thing with a therapist, um, yeah, 
yeah. So that's my that's my little bit of how I found the therapist. And I'm sure I'll have a part two to this because I'm sure I forgot some things or I'll come back with an actual therapist who can be like, this is how you find us. But <laughs> this is what literally has worked for me. Um, this is what worked for me. And I know it has worked for some others. And I hope that it works for you. Don't be afraid to reach out and have questions. Again, I am not a therapist. I This is not my field. I am just a mental health advocate. And I believe that we can all benefit from some form of therapy. So if this helped, let me know. Leave a review, a comment, send me a DM, an email, something. If you have any more questions, don't hesitate to reach out. There is one thing that I do want to say. This is completely different, but I had someone send me a DM on Instagram. And as I was going to respond, I read like the first line about her being a silent supporter. And so as I was going to respond, she deleted the entire message. And I know that sometimes when people don't respond right away, we can get uncomfortable and get scared and like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Please DM me again. I am not that person. Just know that I get a lot of messages sometimes and I get overwhelmed. But my intention is never to ignore anyone. So if that was you, um, send me a DM. Again, please send it back. Um, or if you are someone who is a silent supporter as well, don't be afraid to say hello and step outside of your, you know, your 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 box that you've been hiding in because I love all of y'all. I am grateful for all of y'all and I love to connect with you. So don't be afraid to reach out ever. Just give me a little time. That is it. I hope this was helpful. I hope you are doing well. 